0: I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. Do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also catch me live Sunday nights on actual radio, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. During the week, I do videos. I call them Headlines with Heidi. You can find them at Rumble or at HeidiHarris.com. These podcasts are all up at HeidiHarris.com, blogs, all that kind of thing. So please check that out during the week or between podcasts or videos or whatever. As you know, if you listen to this podcast, I primarily focus on social issues, not that that's all that matters. I do talk politics once in a while, current events of various kinds, but generally social issues are the most important for me because I see the disintegration of the family as a huge factor in what's happening in America. Interesting story I came across in LifeSite News, which I like a lot. LifesightNews.com is a primarily Catholic website. I'm not Catholic, but I see a lot of great stories up there. And they're talking about the results of the midterm elections. And they're saying this is the first in a series about the results of the midterm elections and what's next for the Republican Party and the conservative movement. Now, after the last elections, a lot of people were kind of licking their wounds saying, Oh my gosh, what happened to the red wave? And my question was, and I've done previous podcasts on this, you can find them if you, you know, go back and check the archives, you can find them, talking about the the so-called red wave you know my problem was the fact that so many people voted democrat now you can talk about shenanigans you can talk about uh, voter fraud or whatnot and i'm sure that exists it always has existed in every election since what 1790 we know that to what extent we don't necessarily know but if it's really close they can't cheat you know if it's 85 to 15 it's harder for them to cheat right how was it that over 40% of people were still voting Democrat in a lot of states or uh, you know, cities where people were shut down and whatnot? I didn't understand it. And I was very upset that we had a chance to actually vote for freedom and we chose to vote tyranny back in. And you can check that on previous podcasts. But LifeSite News did a great analysis because a lot of people said, well, it's because of the abortion thing. You Republicans were talking about abortion and that hurt you. Well, not necessarily. Uh, there are folks who would like us to believe that, but here's the interesting thing. LifeSite News says uh, of the 13 Republican governors up for re-election who signed abortion restrictions, none of them lost re-election, and all of them won by double digits except for Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia, who still crushed Stacey Abrams. Oh, so thankful for that. 7.5%. Governors from Wyoming to Iowa who signed abortion trigger or heartbeat bans won by an average of 20 Five points. 25 points. In North Carolina, Republican Congressman Ted Budd prevailed in the state's uh, Senate race, running on a strong conservative record. He voted with family, the Family Research Council 100% of the time, voted against the Respect for Marriage Act, and co-sponsored multiple federal abortion bans. The left had plenty of ammunition, LifeSite News says, but he still beat the Democrats' nominee by nearly twice the margin of victory for the rhino who had been there previously, Tom Tillis, in 2020. In South Carolina, Republican Governor Henry McMaster won a 17-point blowout there, they're saying. The largest victory in a South Carolina governor's election since 1990, even though polling showed a much closer race. Isn't this interesting how you're seeing these stats now and hearing these? But the media, they they make it sound like, ah, oh, the Republicans thought it was going to be a red wave and it was no such thing. Republican governor of South Carolina, Henry McMaster, had declared his opposition to same-sex marriage days before the election, vowed to un- enforce South Carolina's laws upholding traditional marriage, even if the Supreme Court returns the issue, if they do, to the states, da-da-da-da-da. Okay. But still. Guess what? He won re-election. In Texas, Attorney General Ken Paxton, who's been a real champion for families, he's an opponent of child sex changes, I'm using quotations here, and abortion. He said he would defend a state law banning sodomy that was blocked by the Texas Supreme Court in 2003. He won by nine points, nearly three times his last victory. So I could go on and on and on. Okay, we've got all kinds of these. And we all know what happened with Ron DeSantis who did not bow to the anti-family agenda and look how well he did. And not only did he do well, Marco Rubio did well. You know, what they say a rising tide raises all boats, although I'm not sure that's a good idea in Florida to talk about, but you know what I mean, right? The GOP, according to an analysis by the 538.com blog, GOP also overperformed in 23 of 25 house races with a Democrat on the ballot. So the truth is, Most Americans are not on board with what the left is trying to shove down everybody's throats. They're just not. And they're tired of the agenda of people trying to teach your children about sex, teach your children they're the wrong sex. They're tired of all of this. And they show it in the voting booth. Now, some people aren't tired of it. Some people don't really care. But a lot more people care than are willing to discuss it publicly. And that's the interesting thing. They may not tell a pollster that they believe in traditional marriage, or they may not tell a pollster that they're upset about what's happening in the schools. But ultimately, when it comes to election day, they're gonna say, you know what, who's on my side as a parent? If you wanna teach your kid about whatever the left wants your kid to know, then that's your right as a parent. I may not agree with it, but they're not my children. But when you're talking about teaching kids things that are contrary to traditional values in a public school, or telling them that they really are a boy or a girl, completely opposite what they were born, and messing with their mental health, I mean, that's just wrong. And almost everybody sees it that way. So these elections are a reflection of that. It may not be the whole country. I understand, you know, the country's going more and more the wrong direction every single day. But it's certainly nice to see some of these particular races could have been very, very different than they actually were. I want to tell you about a sponsor. Oh, it's so fun. JesusDoll.com is the website. JesusDoll.com. Now this is a talking Jesus doll. It's so great because in a world where everyone's trying to get at your child and teach your child negative things and put uh, uncertainty in the minds of children, you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not whatever enough, right? God doesn't do that. And if you just push the hand on this talking Jesus doll, you'll hear Jesus talking about amazing encouraging, wonderful things that Jesus actually said. So check out the Talking Jesus Doll at jesusdoll.com, jesusdoll.com. It's a great gift for your child, for your grandchild. Because the world is out to get your kid, and this is definitely something that you're going to be happy to see. It's really, truly amazing. Made by Christians, for Christians, just to provide some encouragement in the world. So when you go to JesusDoll.com, that's JesusDoll.com, very simple to remember. When you go to checkout, put in Heidi in the code, that's H-E-I-D-I, Heidi, in the code, and you save 10%. So JesusDoll.com, a great gift idea. So ultimately, you know, we're looking at a situation where the country's going downhill to a large degree. We understand that because the values that people used to claim they had, they either don't have anymore or they're not necessarily willing to be public about. It. And that is a problem. If somebody doesn't say something about a situation, then clearly it's going to get worse. You know, for example, if somebody was, you know, out on the street hurting an animal or something, I would jump in and stop them. I'm sure that's how I'll probably die someday coming between somebody and an animal or something. Most people, well, most people wouldn't necessarily. I remember a story a couple of years back. Somebody had left their dog in a car in Las Vegas. It was a hundred and something degrees out. And this dog was parked in front of one of those pet stores. And the guy had gone in to get pet food or whatever. And the doors are opening and closing, you know, the automatic doors. And I'm yelling in the door, whose dog is this? And finally, the guy came out. I don't know how long the dog had been there. He wasn't going to die any second. If he were, I would have broken the window. But he was just in distress, clearly. And so I'm yelling, and the guy finally comes out. And then some girl who wandered through the parking lot said to me, well, what are you getting mad at him for? And I thought, it's such an example of what we're dealing with now, right? Instead of saying, wait a minute, there's an animal who's sitting in a 100-degree car, which is probably 120 degrees inside. Don't you care about that? She was more upset with me for calling this guy out on the way he was treating his animal. But that's what we have a lot of now, right? Publicly, we've got a lot of people who won't call out evil, which is why when people get the chance to go into the ballot box and say, I prefer somebody who's going to protect my rights as a parent, guess what? That's when it happens. So although the mainstream media would like you to believe that the Republicans didn't gain any ground and the conservative agenda is dead and y'all just need to shut up about abortion and parental rights and, uh, you know, surgeries on children that do nothing but disfigure them. Y'all just need to be quiet because that's not where America's heading. I would argue and say that's exactly the direction we need to keep going in. The fact that some people don't want to say it in public doesn't mean they're on board with this. Many, many people are questioning this agenda and they're getting pretty tired of it. And I'm grateful to see that happen. Don't forget, you can find me Sunday nights, live in St. Louis, 7 to 9 p.m., 97.1 FM Talk. There's a link to listen live at HeidiHarris.com, so you can listen from anywhere in the country. So please check that out. During the week, you can find anything I do at HeidiHarris.com. Also, do not forget to check out JesusDoll.com. That's JesusDoll.com. This Talking Jesus doll is a very very cool gift for your child, for your grandchild. It's encouraging. They can just press the little button on his hand there. Well, it's hidden in the hand, but you push the button and then you hear these great phrases from Jesus, which is really important. Don't we need more Jesus now? And don't forget to put Heidi H E I D I in the code at checkout. Until we meet again, remember you were created for a purpose. Go out and find it and live it. Here's Tony Scottwell. <coughs>